everybody guess what we are back from our break you guys this is crushing it i'm still your host robert and this is just a podcast where i get my friends on and i ask them all the hard questions like how do you crush who's your first crush who's your celebrity crush and who are you crushing on now yeah you guys we go there but for the first episode back you guys I have none other than Jorge Berrios. He is Cuban. He's Puerto Rican. He's an actor. He's an improviser. He's an all-around great dude. I've known this guy for about four years plus right now, and he is on the come up. He's been in the 2018 Bob Curry Fellowship, the 2018 CBS Diversity Comedy Showcase, the Latino Scene Showcase presented by the National Hispanic Media Coalition. You guys... This is just a real feel-good episode. It's a little longer than most because it needs to be, you guys. It's like family talking to family. And guess what? Today, you're a part of our family. I like you. I love you. I miss you guys. And, Brandon, let's just roll the thing. I got a crush on you. I got a crush on you. I got a got um. I got a crush on you. I got a crush on you. I got a got um. I got a crush on you. I got a crush on you. I got a got um. I got a crush on you. I got a crush on you. Um, I think I'm ready for relationships now. <laughs> so you guys heard that, so let's get this thing rolling. Let's get Jorge into this relationship. Jorge Berrios, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank Come you for on. inviting me. No. Jorge, you are doing every, you've been killing it this year. Oof. You did this what? C, uh, C, CBS Diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've had the what was it? National The National Hispanic, Hispanic Media Coalition. I know it's a mouthful. National Hispanic Media Coalition Latino Scene Showcase. You, you've done Second City. You're still yeah. at your UCB. You're still yeah. doing improv. You're doing everything right now, Jorge. Oof. It's so uh, to get you in here is a treat. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I when you first started and you were like, "Hey, would you ever want to be on it?" I was like, "Oh man, I would love to be on it. I just need time." Yeah. Because you're so... And then also last year, you just got off of... You got CBS right after you were on the uh, Hispanic Attack. Yes. So... Yes. It's just been constantly moving for you. Ah, wow. Like, now that you say it all, like, it kind of just hits me again. I'm just like, wow. Like, what a journey it has been. You're doing a shitload of stuff. Like, you're working. Like, you are moving on up. Like... I'm just very blessed. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. Um... I, I, uh, wow. Well, here's the thing. Very, very, very funky. And this topic of like who we're crushing on and, and who are, who are we interested in? It's like with this journey mm-hmm. of, of chasing the career, chasing the dream, you know, it's, it's tough to have someone there yes. with you while you're doing all these showcases and while you're putting yourself out there and like meeting with, with, uh, agents and casting directors. And, um, so it's like, you know, you're doing all this. But you're lonely, bro. <laughs> no, but like like our first guest said, Eileen. Or like one of my favorite things she said, she was just like, right now, I'm crushing on myself. And for the last year, mm, you've been crushing on yourself. Mm, like, wow. Yeah. Like you've just been taking care of you wow. so that you can, uh, in the future, you have, you're happy with yourself and what you're doing. Yeah. So that you're not wow. bringing any like negative energy into like your future relationship yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, damn. I never thought about that. Yeah. That is, wow. That is so, thank you, Eileen, if she ever hears this episode. <laughs> Eileen wants, she will. Eileen wants to know we'll oh, hit you up. Oh, my God. In two seconds, I, I promise I never you. thought about that. I am crushing on myself. Yeah. And it sounds very narcissistic, but it's like, it's not though. It's just, it's just, this is my time. And also think about 
just like you just said, from where you were a year ago to where you are now, you in that relationship with yourself, you've grown so much. Yes. Yeah, and like yes. I feel like you've just upped your like from what you were doing, just even like from like Thank you. Hispanic Attack to like where you're at now, like Thank with you. the national uh, Hispanic <laughs> NHMC. You could just yeah. say NHMC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. It's so tough. I know. But like where you're at, like right now, like you are. Like you're skyrocketing, dude, and it's because you. you crushed on yourself. If you had somebody, maybe if you had somebody at that time, mm. they like because you also, since you are so giving, you would want to give enough time to that person. Yeah, you would have missed a couple steps. True that. That you needed for yourself. Right. I would have downshifted the car. Yeah, and been like instead of being in sixth gear, uh, I'm doing. I'm using car quotes now. I would have brought it down to fourth yeah. gear and just been like, oh no, I'm coasting now because I'm with somebody that I care about. But instead, it was like, nah, we going in, we going with the NOS, the Fast and Furious, and and just going in it, right? They always press that button. They're like, woo! I've always thought about them filming that and being like, okay, and you're going to scream in three, two, one. <laughs> That's stupid. But yeah, like, you, yeah, so like, and also like, just using car analogies, like you were taking care of your car, which is yourself. Yeah, yeah. heavy maintenance. Yeah. Heavy maintenance. So and you need it this time. So like, you, you are ready for like you know so you are you can be when you're right yeah well, I, I what i'm what i'm getting out of what you're saying right now robert is that you got to love yourself mm -hmm. before you can love somebody else <laughs> and i feel like i've been loving other people for so long and like just wanting to be great for them but it's like how about being great for yourself and that way we could be great together yeah um so i really just got that and i really i never thought about it in that perspective that i've been crushing on myself yeah wow that's very enlightening and, and I appreciate you putting up this podcast and inviting me, of course. And it's like, this is a way to like disconnect. Yeah. And can I talk about something different? And I acknowledge you for, for doing this because a lot of people are like, oh, you. man, I could do this podcast or oh, I could do this idea. And then we don't take that step. You know, I appreciate that. Just buy the microphone. Just get the just get the system. Just get a guest. Just figure it out. You know. And I have producer Brandon to thank a lot for that too. Just letting me come in with equipment yeah. and just being like, "Hey, you guys, we're using this room now." That's and great. then producer Brandon figured everything out on how to edit, how to wow get. I acknowledge both of you. I appreciate you, Jorge. So let's get right. to how do you crush? If your crush is in the room right now, how do you act? Um. So <laughs> I feel like. At this point in my life, I just like, you know, I'm like a lion in the jungle. I just study the prey. I really just watch. Okay. I really just, I see, I try to see if there's an area of opportunity for entrance of conversation, but through helping. It's kind of weird. Um, I'll give you an example. One time I was at Flanagan's. This is a this is a bar uh, in Miami. Okay, that's very it's very popular. Great seafood, like just a great vibe. After ten o'clock, if you buy a pitcher of beer, they give you ten wings for free. Yeah, so I mean, you can sometimes we'll get pitchers and we just won't get the wings because we're like, bro, we can't eat the wings yeah. anymore. But that's that's the setup of this I place. I still want the I still want the pitcher. <laughs> right, right, right. I want that pitcher, <laughs> but I don't need thirty wings yeah. now because I've already had three pitchers. Um, but there was these two women that came and they were eating at the bar mm -hmm. and I was it was me and my buddy and I mean they were both very attractive and I mean they looked over we looked over and so it was like where's the opportunity where's the opportunity because I feel like just walking up and being like hey I'm Jorge it's a sometimes those odds aren't in your favor yeah um and so one of the girls was eating ribs 
and she had ran out of napkins. Like I could tell that she was like looking around, her hands were just full of barbecue sauce, and I could just see it, that she was looking for napkins. And we're sitting at the bar, and there's a bunch of napkins like right next to me. Uh-huh. And so I just walked, I just grabbed like a handful of napkins, gave them to her, and just was like, here you go, it looked like you needed these, and then walked away. Done. So then my buddy was like, bro, they were just staring at you as you walked away. And I was like, let's see what happens. And maybe five minutes later, they went to walk to the bathroom, which was, they had to walk past us. And they were like, oh my God, thank you so much for the napkins. They went to the bathroom, they came out and they sat next to us. And then we ended up talking to them for like an hour or two. And then they came over to my friend Nick's house. Mm -hmm. And then we just hung out and had beers. And it was like, all I had to do was find an opportunity to help. Yeah. I feel like that's my, that's my way of breaking the ice without being like an aggressive, like, like a real lion in the jungle is just going to yeah. eat you up. <laughs> just like, hey, you mind. Let's go. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so that's, I guess that's how I crush. I just watch and I'm just like, wow, um, how can I, how can I help? And that's how I'll break this ice. Okay. All right. So, so do you, uh, do you usually like nine times out of 10, like approach them? Like once you find your entryway in or uh, do you sometimes just like take a step back? I feel like it all depends on eye contact. Okay. If I don't get any eye contact, then it's like Over. they're probably not about it. Okay. Yeah, and I, and depending on what's going on, like I might. So I used to, I used to approach, I used to approach, um, like at when I used to go to bars, not not bars. When I used to go to clubs, mm-hmm. there was there's you know this. There's always this one girl mm-hmm. that's like dancing with her homegirl, and she's not dancing with any dudes yeah. ever, 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 ever. But she's dancing and she's attractive, and everybody's trying to dance with her. And you'll just see a dude walk up, boom. She says no. Another dude, yeah. boom. She says no. She says no. So I would walk up and I would just say, hey, I think it's very funny that all these dudes are trying to dance with you and you're just knocking them all down. Like, that's crazy. And she'll just start laughing. And then I'm like, okay, cool. And then I would walk away. And then if there's eye contact after, the number one, the number one move, I feel like this has worked for me 99% of the time. And so this is one of the secrets yeah. that I'm, I'm letting loose on this podcast. Oh, you guys get your pen and paper ready. Here we go. Here we go. Take notes. You put your booty on her booty and booty dance on her, but booty to yeah. booty and not crotch to booty. Yeah. Because crotch to booty, you're already you're it's going less to. intimidating. Right. Yeah. And it's more goofy and it's I got right. a sense of humor. Right. I feel safe around you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If there's that eye contact that we've had already because of this line or whatever that I said of like, oh, this is very funny. This is happening. Because yeah. I'm just acknowledging reality. And she's like, oh, well, and sometimes they don't laugh at that, which is, which obviously that I'm not going to booty yeah. dance on the booty dance. Um, <laughs> but if it gets a laugh, then the next step is just booty on booty. Yeah. And usually they'll turn me around and yeah. they'll, and then they'll put their booty on me. And then I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, and also, because your first move was kind of like, it was not being rude. It was just, hey, I see you. Right. Right. I and see it's just, you. I, I acknowledge you. Thank I you for making you. me laugh. I see you, girl. And she's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. And like, it's just the way of entry and also just seeing if they're interested. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they like that that, that move or not. Right. Like, and once you know, then it's, 
bring that booty on. <laughs> right. Bring that booty on over and just and, and make sure you know how to work that booty though. Like the dudes who are taking notes right now. I mean really work on your twerk really work on your, your twerk game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Work on that twerk game. A girl appreciates the good twerk. Right. Yeah. Cause they, they see the hips they see the hip thrust and they're like, Oh, okay, that might mean something else as well. <laughs> So get in. Uh, also, put that uh, notepad down and get in the mirror and just work on this. That's it. That's it. Daily. No da- shame in your twerking game. You daily guys. kegels. You know, <laughs> just really, just really squeeze in tight. Let loose. Twenty to forty times a day. You feel me? Just really squeeze. Let loose. Like in a scary. What is the scary movie too? I squeeze in really, really tight and let loose. <laughs> right. Oh God. Do you remember your first crush? Oh, my first crush. Yes. When you texted me, so Rob, Rob does text you the questions before uh, so you come in. aren't like, you know. Super surprised, which yeah. I was ready to improvise. I was like, let's get it. But I do remember. I do remember my first crush. It's crazy. So I was born in San Jose, California. Okay. And then we moved to Miami when I was six. Wow. Yeah. So you're <clears> actually a California boy. So I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually a. a I'm not a, letting you say. I'm telling everybody who hates from California now. <laughs> I'm a I'm a NorCal dude. Yeah. Um her name was Amanda or I'm sorry, she was white. So her name was Amanda Angulo. A N G U L O. And I used to call her Amanda Anculo, which means butt in <laughs> yeah. Spanish. Yeah. So I would tease her. But it was like I remember she had like blue eyes and like dirty blonde hair. And I mean, I was like I was like five or six years old, but I just remember I remember us pushing each other and like my mom knew her mom and I tried to find her own because that's a that's a memorable name. You yeah. feel me? Amanda Angulo. How do you not find that? Did you try Amanda Angulo? Dude. <laughs> she might have changed her name. <laughs> I think she got married real quick to get rid of that last name. Um, but I haven't been able to find her on any social media. But I just remember like I just remember like looking at her and being like, Wow, I've never seen anything like this mm-hmm. because I was always surrounded by uh, Latinos. Mm-hmm. And so we were all brown and we were all like, we all had accents. And so someone spoke really perfect English. Excuse me. And I was just like, wow. And then obviously we all have, we uh, a huge population of us have brown eyes. And so like I'm fortunate enough to have green eyes. So whenever someone has light eyes, I'm just like, whoa. That's cool. Yeah, like yeah, we have the same weird thing. Like you right. know, not we're, weird thing, but like yeah, we have the same. Like you know. Yeah, we're X Men. We're yeah. mu- we're mutants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> um, Andangulo. That was my first. That was my first ever crush, and then I'll never know where she is ever again. We're gonna find her. I we're gonna find her. Producer Brandon can get on it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get a private investigator. NorCal. We can spot her. Uh, I'm thinking about like around 1988. Yeah, I was born 1988, so it must it must have been 1992, 92, 93, 93. But I'm saying she, you guys were in the same grade, right? Oh yeah, so she was so born she, 1988. 1990, yeah, 1988. Oh, 1988, Amanda Angulo. <laughs> They're looking it up. This is hilarious. <laughs> uh, Lakeside Dentistry. Oh, David Angulo. Maybe she has a husband that took her last name. He's like, you know what, he's honey? A feminist. Right there, it is. 2018. He's baby. like, I got you. I'll take your last name. Uh, Jorge, do you remember anybody? older like i'm uh, not older than her but like uh when yeah, you were yeah, a yeah. little bit older like another older crush yeah um so let me see let me see let me see let me see let's let's rolodex oh my god yes <laughs> wow okay so dude yes okay i love this quote when people like when they when they go into their rolodex and finally find that one like yeah wait yes Okay, so this was uh, this is I mean this is this is still young, but it's 
but it's like the time where you start like making out and stuff and like kissing and stuff so it's like her name is my mother's maiden name so her name is Carida Montero and this was so we knew each other since elementary school uh-huh. and this is in Miami this is in Miami this is in Miami Cuban girl green eyes brown skin like I'll show you a picture I was like this woman is an angel um, and she was always dating this one dude uh, his name is Leo super cool guy they're both super cool um, but I always had a cr- like dude like the heaviest of the heaviest yeah. so this is how heavy this crush was how old were you so this is this is this is sixth grade well this this went from fourth grade to sixth grade okay um so this means that i was what 12 12 13 yeah yeah so you, six, around that seven, area eight, nine, ten, 11, yeah uh, sixth grade is 11. okay so for 11 and then we didn't go to the same middle school but we still hung out so 11 12 13 4 like this went on because then we ended up going into the same high school oh, so we didn't God. go to the same middle school so we ended up going to the same high school and so i was still crushing on her in high school yeah it's all coming back to me Oh my God, that's right. We did go to the same high school. <laughs> okay, so I was crushing on this girl so hard that I had a girlfriend in, oh my God, she doesn't know this, this girl. I had a, <laughs> I had a girlfriend in sixth grade and I had never kissed anyone before uh-huh. and I never kissed her because I wanted Caridad to be my first <laughs> kiss. And so she That's always so cute. She always tried to kiss me and I was like no and I would kiss her in the cheek and I felt so bad. I felt so bad. But I was like god, I only want Caridad to be my first kiss. Yeah. And so that girl be, probably thinks you you were closeted. Oh, dude, that girl, <laughs> right. Who knows what yeah. she thought about me? Um so we ended I mean we ended up obviously breaking up because we never kissed. So it was like wow, like well, what a what a douchebag. Jorge was and back then people would call me George people call me George in Miami but I changed it in LA to Jorge because nobody thinks I'm Latino out here whatever that's separate story so one day this is in chorus class okay the teacher's gone we're all just there and we start playing truth or dare in high school it, no, this is middle school. <laughs> this is still this is sixth grade. This is sixth grade. So this is sixth grade. I still haven't kissed anybody. Um, and one of my friends is there. Yeah. And he knows. He knows. He knows that I've that I've been wanting this. And so he's just like, "Got it out, truth or dare?" And she's like, "Dare." And I was, she's like, "I dare to kiss George." And then I was like, "Oh my god!" My heart was like beating out of my chest, bro. I was, I feel like I was the most nervous I've ever been in my life or will ever be in my life. I was like, "Oh my god, don't fuck this up, don't fuck this up." Can we curse on this podcast? Yeah. My bad. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, "God, don't mess this up." And then we just kissed. Oh no, fuck yeah, you can curse. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah, motherfuckers, we cursing, we cursing. And so we kissed, and I was just like, "Wow, I can't believe it, bro. I did it." <laughs> Now I can make out with anybody. <laughs> I just know that she was my first kiss. And so then we, so, cause she ended up being single yeah. in that moment. But then we kissed. And then she ended up going back with the dude Leo. So it was just like, it was that one time thing. It was that one moment. God, she had a, she had an act, like a cool ass, like sixth grade year. Like, bro, she had a life, man. She had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish my sixth grade year was that act. <laughs> like, dude. I like, I would have felt so cool. Like, it was lit. It was lit. Cause everybody, cause she was like that girl. Cause she was so cool. Like yeah. in, in high school, she was a cheerleader. 
Um, and it was just like this home feel. Like yeah. She was just so nice and so cool and, and so caring attractive. And, and she was just a good person. And down to yeah. earth. Yeah. And I mean, also, you know, back then I was a fat kid with glasses. And so I was like, this girl's never going to kiss me. Because she's like, like she won, I think, most popular or best mm-hmm. smile. One of the, And I never won any of those superlatives, man. I was a loser. Like I was a dork back then. Mm-hmm. And then like in high school, like at the end of middle school, going into high school, I started getting acne. And so then it was like, damn, I'm fat. I got glasses <laughs> and I got pimples. I'm done. Oh. Um, and I feel like that's also where like my 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 comedy came from because yeah. i was always making fun of myself and just the situation that i was in but i was also like wow man a a pimply glasses fat kid got to kiss caridad montero and i was like yeah and then after that i ended up dating this girl melissa and she used to smoke cigarettes in the back of the school like she was like like she had an older sister because yeah. we were on the set we were like six yeah it was sixth grade and she used to smoke cigarettes and i was like wow she's a badass and then we started making out. Like, I had never made out. Yeah. I just kissed Carida. But, dude, we were making out, and I was like, wow, this is insane. So it was a it was a big journey for me, that sixth grade year. Oh, All right, that was a very long answer. I'm no, sorry. No, that was a perfect answer. That's what, I, that's what the whole podcast <laughs> oh, okay. is about. Right? What am I? Dude, I just relived huge moments of my life that I haven't. I don't think I've I don't think I've gone back in my mind about this in such a long time. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, wow. what you have locked up in there, you dude, forget. Dude, this is great. What happened wow. when you went back to uh, when you saw her back in high school? Well, so back in high school, um, okay, so wh- okay, so my elementary school went up to sixth grade. Usually, middle schools are sixth, seventh, and eighth. Yeah. So my middle, my elementary school went up to sixth grade. So I ended up going seventh and eighth grade to a different middle school. Mm-hmm. And in this middle school, I met this girl, Bridget Rodriguez. Oh my God. So this was like Amanda Angulo yeah. and Caridad Montero together as one person. So you're just make, you're just mashing up your crushes, yeah. dude. I guess so. Like I'm realizing it right now yeah. as I'm talking to you because Bridget looked like a white girl, but she was Cuban. So she had the blonde hair. I think she had light eyes, but she was also Cuban. And so it was just like, well, but she was dating this dude, uh, Louis. Uh, they're always dating somebody, bro. I'm like, damn, what's going on? You always um, get there too late. I know, dude. I'm always, I'm always one second too late. Um, but I was crushing on her hard in middle school. I mean, in, in, yeah, in middle school. And then we went to high school. We ended up at the same high school. So, so it's three. Cari- so it's Carida <laughs> and it's Bridget in the same high school. And I ended up dancing Bridget's uh, quinceanera. Um, and uh, for all of my white people, oh, that's, that's a sweet right, fifteen. That's right. <laughs> A sweet 15. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't do sweet 16s. We do sweet 15s. And there's a lot of just, uh, a lot of uh, adults that are drunk and a lot of dancing. And there's, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a whole thing. And she had, her parents had money. So they had like a laser light show. Oh, nice. We did, yeah, dude. It was like a whole shebang. It was crazy. It was crazy. So it's kind of like a My Super Sweet 16. Right, right, right. It was like one of those shows. Yeah. For for real. Like before that, before that show was even popping. Yeah. Like they were doing it already. She was on it. My crush was on it. (laughs) My crush was on it. That's why I was crushing on it. You feel me? <laughs> she got that lot, lot money. Uh, oh my god! But it was, it was, it was a very, it was a very funny situation because I was very tall. Mm-hmm. I'm always, I, I'm still very tall, and she was very tall. And so it was like I had never really been interested in a woman that was like tall. Mm-hmm. I've always, uh, I've always been interested in like short women. You preferred them short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this was like the first woman that I was like, wow, I see eye to eye with her, literally and figuratively. Uh, so that was so that kind of op- that kind of broadened things up for me. Even though you know what, 
I got to go back. Melissa was very tall too. Melissa was actually tall as well. And I think that's what got me into, okay, maybe I can do this. And then Bridget just blew it over, blew it out of the water. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's some great first crushes. Yeah. And the fact that it all came back Dude, to it all came uh, to high circle. school. Barbara Goldman Senior High. I'd be like, when you, when you see one, you're like, what? And then you see the next one, you're like, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. So crazy. So crazy. That's like a, uh, that's kind of like a Wonder year situation. Like, you had yeah. the whole from, like, little kid to, like, high school. Or not even Wonder Years. Like, this would be more recent. Uh, Boy Meets World. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Wow. Man, I should write you had this. The Miami Boy Meets World. That's it. I should write it. I should write it because it literally was. It was a. T- it was. It was a town. Mm-hmm. So it was a town. It was a vibe because it was because that that elementary school was in like the deep rooted Cuban neighborhood, and then the middle school was deep rooted into like the rich white but rich Cuban side, like more money and stuff. Because yeah. we used my sister's address for me to go to that school. <laughs> I was supposed to go to a different middle school, but you know how you know how yeah. Latino you know how you know how minorities also, are. They can't take this diploma feel, back, you guys. Right. We yeah. be we be we borrow addresses <laughs> yeah. to be able to get into the good schools. Yeah. I mean we do what we have to do. Right, right, right. It's gonna get done. Yeah. My son's gonna go to a better school. And so then in high school it was my elementary school people, my middle school people, boom, in the same school in high school and i was just like wow my child self has met my teenage self well my 12 and 13 you have 14 a good year. six seven season show right now dude it's so wow and the latino so community crazy. needs their own boy meets world dude they really do wow well i mean what a journey this podcast has become <laughs> i didn't expect it <laughs> holy right? moly i didn't expect i didn't expect us to go on this right i think i'm being too loud every time i talk it oh, goes no. into the red you're perfect My bad. Let, me back has up. It. let me back up but uh let's just take a quick little break and we'll be right back you okay, guys done. with jorge berrios how y'all doing everybody this is reggie b with the legendary r&b group R&J. My sister's not here, but that's all right. I just wanted to tell y'all about my new album that's coming out in the fall. It's all about crushing. That's right. Everybody love is in the air. That's just a little bit. I don't want to give y'all too much. We all need love, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and crushing it is what it's all about. You know, like I used to crush on cocaine. <laughs> But I hit, I, 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 I kicked the habit. I, I, I ain't doing it no more. All right now, uh, well, just go on ahead and check it out. Crushing it, Ricky out. And we're back, you guys. And we're back, Jorge, you guys. Hey. You guys, we just relived Jorge's middle, uh, elementary, middle, and high school years. I mean, wow, wow. I mean, during the break, I really just sat back for a second and was like, wow. That really did happen, and I haven't spoken about it in so long. It's, uh, I love, I love every bit of it. Oh my god! But I let's loved talk it. about. Uh, we can even go back to like uh, people when you were also that age. Uh, do you have any celebrity crushes? My, I want to say my biggest celebrity crush for a long time was Sandra Bullock. Wow, that's, Sen- that's Sandra Bullock. So funny because we just <laughs> talked about Sandra Bullock right before this pod- We started this podcast. Really. <laughs> no, remember we were talking about the. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. You did say Sandra Bullock. <laughs> what, what were you guys talking about again? We're the speed bus. That's oh, that's right. <laughs> you know what's funny? As 
dude, I've gone on such a journey in this podcast that I completely forgot that that happened. And <laughs> when we talked about speed and I talked about Sandra Bullock, I was going to say coming attractions because I'm going to talk oh. about her again. And then I completely forgot to talk. I completely forgot to say it because we just went into this elementary thing. And then I was blown away. And then my memory no longer worked at that point because I was remembering that truth or dare that really changed my life forever. And I will never be the same man ever again. It's still so cute how you wait. You saved your first kiss for her, dude. Like, I, yeah, it was almost like virginity, but of my lips. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna save myself for you, Carida Montero. I only want my lips to touch your lips like, for the first time, and then after that, it's okay. Even <clears> like just like, cause like you need to write this because I could seeing a kid say that like to somebody like on a like TV show would be so fucking funny. Yeah. Like taking yeah. it so seriously, like like these labios are like sacred. These labios are only for you. <laughs> And I know that you have a boyfriend, but one day I know you're going to break up with him for like a week and I'm going to get in there with the truth or dare. <laughs> like you get like a, a band-aid. It's just like a chastity band-aid. Oh my God. That's so funny. Like, I have my mom do like a Halloween makeup thing of warts on my mouth. And so that way no one wants to kiss me, but it's really just fake because I'm saving it for her. <laughs> a band-aid chastity belt. That's very funny. Wait, okay. Let's go back to Sandra Bullock. Oh, my Bullock. bad, my bad, my bad. No, so Sandra Bullock. Fault. Sandra Bullock. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. So Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Uh, my mom really loves Richard Gere. Julia Roberts and Sandra Bullock. So I grew up watching a lot of Pretty Woman, Notting Hill. Favorite uh, Pretty Woman quote? Ooh, favorite Pretty Woman quote. Oh God. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's very irrelevant to the film. It but does. right at the end, when the dude's like, "Welcome to Hollywood," <laughs> that that dude killed me because for years i was like why is he saying that though and if we go back and we really watch what happens it's a dude in a limo with flowers that goes up a fire escape ladder to give a woman who's a known prostitute in the area flowers and want to i guess marry her or date her i can't remember how it ends if he if he ends up proposing or but he but he goes up and he wants and he wants to be with her and so that's already crazy within itself yeah and then when you live in hollywood and you live in la and you see all the crazy stuff that happens here i've multiple times said welcome to hollywood like just there's a dude taking a using the restroom on the street yeah and he's not doing number one but he's dressed in a a spider-man outfit right it's spider-man and the hulk and they're just dropping a deuce on the hollywood stars i wish i could remember one of the quotes of the of the of the of the dude though no that was perfect because i feel like that was even relevant that was really relevant for you just like that's the one quote that you remember and then you ended up moving to hollywood and then i ended up moving here i ended up so you could say it daily (laughs) i ended up wanting to just know why he said it and then i really figured it out and now i feel like i say it multiple times um, so now you are the man. <laughs> yes, and one of, and my favorite moment of that movie is when he hits her with that box. Like she goes to touch the diamond necklace, mm-hmm. and he just hits her with the box, and she starts laughing. I feel like that was a very genuine moment that might have been improvised, but it's like that's like yeah, I'm Richard Gere, I got money, but I'm still clowning. I'm still gonna stomp on these fingers if you try to grab this necklace. <laughs> I have to go back oh and watch God. that movie. I have oh, a dude, really bad guy because I've so not good. seen it. Um, so real quick, sorry. I just want to go back to Sandra because Sandra, I mean, Julia Roberts is great and I love Julia Roberts and she has a beautiful smile. The thing about Sandra Bullock, go ahead, go oh, ahead. No. I know I'm you're going to say figure something. figure out how I got to Julia Roberts, what I meant to say, go, because we, we said pretty women, that's why. Yeah, and you were like pretty woman quote. Yeah. Dope. 
Um, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Miss Congeniality. There's a movie called While You Were Sleeping. I haven't uh, seen that. One. I've so, seen Miss Congeniality. So While You Were Sleeping is a movie where um, this dude that rides a train every day. She's the person who takes the tickets for the train. She's in love with this dude, like physically, just in love with him. She doesn't mm-hmm. really talk to him. The dude falls down the train tracks, and she saves his life. And then the family thinks that Sandra Bullock is the girlfriend. And she's not, but she says she is. Oh. And so while he was sleeping, they think that she's the girlfriend of the of the dude when the whole time she was not. And I re I rewatched it uh like a piece of it, and I noticed that the movie takes place in Chicago, and when the dude falls down the train tracks, there's a moment where she's like, Sir, 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 you gotta get up, sir, you gotta get up. And behind her it says the second city. There's a second city poster right behind her. And I'm like, you see, bro? It was there all along. I just didn't see it. So not only did you have the Julie Roberts, welcome to Hollywood. You had Sandra Bullock telling you to go to second city Boom. at the see, same time. All of these, all these women just really, just really telling me where to go. And I just didn't see it. You just were Guys, paying attention. You got to open your eyes. Watch the side. You gotta open your eyes. And also, I love that that's one way to get your crush. Boom. Just save his <laughs> life. And then while he's in a coma for a couple months, <laughs> tell the family that y'all are together. You feel me? I'm a cuff that regardless of whether he wants to or not. Was this the first uh, hmm. movie that you started to have a crush on her? Yes. Um, I'm trying to think back. I'm trying to think back, but I think this was it. Um, I... I have to look back at what other movies she's made because I know that there were other ones. But here's the thing about Sandra Bullock. This is why this is why I love Sandra Bullock so much, and it is because of the the nose. Her nose. It's it's very critiqued. People will say that it has imperfections. The thing about the thing about her nose is that I think it's so sexy yeah. and it's so cute. And so my my mom. So a little bit of a little. I always bring in the family. My mom has a birthmark on her cheek um, that she covers with makeup because they used to make fun of her in in Cuba in school mm-hmm. uh, because of that birthmark. And so I've always had this thing with birthmarks or like things that people say, "Oh, you shouldn't have that," or "Oh, you should fix yeah. that," or "Oh, you should cover that," because I get to see my mom. You know, I grew up seeing my mom without makeup on and just seeing that birthmark. And it's not very big, um, but it's just on the side of her cheek. And, you know, I saw my mom as herself and as her truest self. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, um, you know, being teased because of my acne, I can't even imagine what my mom was being told because of that for lack of a better term imperfection and so when i see sandra bullock i'm like yeah yo y'all are roasting her for a nose imperfection but i think it's so perfect yeah i think it's It's so great for them it was made for them yeah yeah like i mean like i love a good like um like a like a like a a quirk because it makes them it makes the person more uniquely them yeah than nobody else is right so like I, i i fucking love that we're all we're all just snowflakes yeah and like I mean, so her shows on her face, you know what I'm saying? Right. And also, who the fuck says what a like a regular nose is? Right. What is a regular nose? <laughs> yeah. What is a regular face? Like these are all things that we've grown up to think. Like yeah. I, there's like a, I forgot the exact quote, but Macy Gray says the thing that they that people make fun of you most for is the thing that you're gonna make the most money with. Yeah. You know, because they everybody made fun of her voice. 
And then True. she ended up blowing up and making tracks and everybody and everybody bought her albums and it's like, Well look at me now. Yeah. I had this voice that all y'all roasted me on, but now I'm making that money. Yeah. Now I'm singing all the way to the bank. Right. Uh, do you have any, like, when you were a kid, like, any, like, other than Sandra Bullock, any crushes? Um, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, it was any woman on Sabado Gigante, for sure. <laughs> yes. uh, Sabado Gigante is a show, it's a Latino <laughs> show hosted by Don Francisco. And, I mean, the women are just half naked. I mean, I know that everyone that's listening to this podcast has strolled by a Spanish show at one point or another. It's that one that you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, it's that one. It's that one. And the women are just half naked. And I'm just like, wow, holy moly. Like, this is insane. I used to have a big crush on the weather girl for Channel 7 News in Miami. She, I don't remember her name, but I just remember watching the, I remember watching weather just for her. Like, I always knew whether to wear a jacket or not, but it was because she was a baddie. Like, I would just watch the weather and be like, wow. I mean, this woman is gorgeous. I like to think of it as your parents are always like, I think Jorge is going to be, I think George is going to be a weatherman. He yeah. really likes weather. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's up, he's up to, I'm, uh, before we leave, he always tells me, you're not going to need a jacket today. You're going to need an umbrella today. You know, he's just a meteorologist in the making. And yeah. I was like, nah, bro, I'm just looking at the booty. You know, I'm sorry. Just, mom, keep an umbrella in the car today. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I also had a huge crush on... Um, uh, Roger Rabbit's uh, girlfriend, uh, Jessica. No. Jessica Rabbit. Yes. Oh my God. I mean, talk about talk about talk about artistry. Really setting up. Uh, that was a sexual ass dude, cartoon, and that's the thing. Like, no woman is up to can can look like that. Like, she has no rib cage. I mean, it's impossible. And so they, you know, this is the problem. You know, it sets this standard as a child that I'm like, oh wow. You know, I'm really enjoying what I'm looking at. And then w now I expect women to look like this. Yeah. I look back and I look at, you know, I even look at April O'Neil. Dude, April O'Neil's waist was so slim. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like every single woman that we looked up to in these, in these, uh, I mean, Kelly Kapowski, um, you know, Lisa Turtle. Um, who else? Uh, the pink, Kimberly, the pink ranger from Power Rangers. Yes. You know, it's this huge standard. And then it's like, well, where are they at? And it's like, bro, like women are so beautiful in every shape and every form. And it's like, why didn't they show us these different shapes and forms in these cartoons? Because all they set us up for was like, oh, you have to, you have to look like this. And it's like, ah, come on. Yeah. I mean, they really did, like, you know, set the standards to where, like, fucked with kids' heads. And, I mean, like, now, like, their expectations are way up here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, even with G.I. Joes. Yeah. You know, there was never a fat G.I. Joe. And it's like, you wanted to be you wanted to be a hero. Right. And so you had to have a six-pack. You had to, like, I remember I remember being a kid and watching Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, being like, wow, I'm a fat kid. I'm never going to have a six-pack ever. But those dudes are killing it. Like, yeah. I, I know that I can never look like that. You know, and it it really just fucks sets with, the standard, and it fucks with your head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because like, I'm like, dude, I really like Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there's a lot of people in the military who like Twinkies too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not everybody is a GI Joe side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. so, like fuck that. Like eat your Twinkies <laughs> and do a couple push-ups, maybe. Yeah, like yeah. That's, it's a, it's a good balance. Right. Jorge, are you crushing on anybody right now? Um. So here's that. Here's my thing. And I've been thinking about this question for a couple minutes. Because of my current state of like just chasing this dream, I have like a couple crushes. Um, 
like there's like one in particular for sure that okay. we that we can go in depth with um just in a in a general consensus i feel like i am no longer that dude that's like waiting to grab that napkin and give it to that girl with the barbecue sauce because mm -hmm. i'm too busy eating my food to get home to work on a script to work on an audition and so it's like i'm not looking for opportunities anymore for them to need something i'm looking for an opportunity for me to be able to create something nice and so i feel like now i'm crushing even harder because now i'm like okay is there interest if there isn't i'm out not that i'm out but it's like i got stuff i gotta take care of yeah and so i would love to speak to someone that i'm interested in but also i know that somebody out there is working harder than me right now and yeah i gotta be working harder than them <laughs> just try to catch up so like so you're crushing on being creative well th there is a physical person though. okay there is a physical person how did but you I meet crushing. this person or like yeah so um so they they work at my job okay yeah and i have multiple jobs right now so i won't say which one it is don't know we don't need to know it's gonna give it away it's gonna give it away what do you like about this person um so it's dude it's it's really it's a vibe uh-huh like it's such a vibe because um like like i started saying like i'm in this like exploration of myself of like just being more aware mm -hmm. and then really taking things as they are um you know that big like it is what it is and it isn't what it isn't mm -hmm. and just like if i'm at a certain place at a certain time because i i work part-time so my shifts are always different so i never know when i'm gonna see this person yeah but i have been seeing this person lately and like every time we see each other it's just we're just laughing already like stupid stuff but we're laughing yeah we don't even have to say anything and we're already laughing <laughs> um and she's also tall so it's like this whole tall thing is yeah. just coming back um but it's like i just feel like this person see so uh, what i've been noticing lately is that when i when i have this connection with someone mm -hmm. i can see them as a kid i see what they look like as a child wow yeah so like as they're laughing like i can see their ch like there's i don't know this is gonna sound no, crazy I, I, yeah I get but it. their face changes into the child that they are like i can i can see it yeah um so it's kind of crazy it's like it's almost like hypnotizing like for me to see that but i can see like how they giggle and how they smile and it's like oh man i can see your childlike self yeah. and so it's it's very fun because i feel like i'm a child i'm the youngest of six and i feel like i can never grow up because if i'm 40 they're so much older than me yeah. <laughs> so i'm always gonna be the baby and so i see myself as just a big kid that just is playing all the time and she um i feel is like that same type of vibration or wavelength I like that because, like, that's a, another reason why I like to, like, I told you, like, I like to do this podcast because I like to see people, like, I like to see the kid in, in people. Mm. Like, I like to see kid, people go back to their six or seven year old oh, self dude. and, like, not, like, because, like, you're, it's a genuine. Yeah. You, like, so I get why you say you, you see you see the kid because I've seen uh, many kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just, and, like, that is a, that is something to take pride in or something, like, that you really, if you like that, like, you know what I'm saying? It really makes you really happy. Like it makes yeah. me really happy. Yeah, because I I feel like uh, our our child our child state 
you know, the world was limitless. Mm-hmm. You know, we could do anything we wanted to, and we could make up anything we wanted to, and a, and a bunch of sheets and some chairs was a castle, you know. Yeah. And then we grow up, and people are like, "Stop doing that! Don't do that! Don't touch this! Don't don't do that!" You know, you shouldn't do that, or oh, be careful with that. And then we lose our childlike sense of 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 seeing the world. Yeah. And so when I'm able to see somebody as a child. Um, in that in that exploration state, yeah, it's like oh wow, man, we're just kids that are clowning, but we're adults, obviously. Yeah, um, and it's like I feel. See, I'm taking a I'm t- I'm taking too long of a pause. No, you're like fine. my brain is going crazy. No, right you're now. good because it, it's also like we don't as we get older. We don't give our child to other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It might still be there, but I'm not going to show that child to everybody. Right. So like so to be that person who gets to see that child in that person in that moment, it's almost like you gave me something that you know. Yeah. I appreciate it more because I know you don't give this to everybody else. Right. Yeah. Right. It makes it makes you feel it makes you feel unique, mm-hmm. and it makes you feel um, it makes you feel special mm-hmm. that you get to see something that not everyone else gets to see. You don't trust your child with just anybody. You know right. what I'm saying? It kind of goes back to that exploration state. Mm-hmm. Of like when you're with your partner and you're and you're interested in in, in in exploration, it's because you feel comfortable, and it's because you see something in that person that okay, I got this, and I think you can handle it. Yeah, and I think it'll be great. It's yeah. and trust, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because that it's a lot of vulnerability. Yeah, it's a lot of vulnerability in showing your child self. Because I feel like we're forced to grow up, you know. But I'm I'm still in Neverland. Yeah, you know, I'm still like I'm Peter, and I'm grown up. I'm Robin Williams now. I got that. I got that cell phone, and I'm <laughs> and, and I'm doing that. And I'm doing that Wild Wild West, that Wild Wild West, that three two one countdown with a cell phone with a flip phone. And then my son is playing with a baseball in the airplane, and I'm like, Yo, don't play with that baseball. But it's like, hold up, I was Peter Pan. Yeah, I I want to be Peter Pan again. Yeah, I don't want to be whatever. I don't want to be Peter. Or Pete, I don't know what they called Robin Williams' character when he was not in Neverland. Um, but I want to be Pan, you yeah. know. I want to be able to just play, and I want people to play with me. And it's cool if people aren't interested in that. Like, I'm also in this like mental state of like, yo, it's cool. If you're not down to clown, I respect that. Yeah. And I'm down to clown, and I and I'm slowly just realizing who's down to clown with me. And I feel like that's where like my crush game has really shifted because I'm going to be honest and this is going to sound, you know, it's going to sound bad, but I used to just be like, what's up? Is there a booty there? Cause as a Cuban man, there's, you know, feel me, there's gotta be a booty. And so I was just yeah. looking, I was just looking at physical. I mean, you know? but it's, it's also growth. You know what I'm saying? For real. And you've done a lot of growing. Yeah. 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 Cause when I was young, it was just aesthetics. aesthetics You're not just going to put your booty on anybody anymore. <laughs> right. I can't, saving, I can't just be. <laughs> you saving your booty for it. <laughs> you saving your booty. Tw- I'm saving these booty twerks because <laughs> they are, they are, <laughs> they are top shelf <laughs> booty twerks. But also like, this booty is down to clown. This, but this booty is down to clown. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted now. <laughs> no, yeah, but I like I like I like that. And then now you know that in finding yourself, you're finding out who you want more. So, yes. And you're finding that you do want somebody who, for the most part, you do want somebody who is uh down to go. Like you just be fun and like you know show that child to you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Whether or not they want to like they're as 
open with the comedy as you are, as long as they're still open to it. You know what for I'm sure. saying? For yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, it's I like that's I think that's the second level. Um, you know, like once once we have like this like this just this nonchalant like, hey, we're kids mm-hmm. or, or hey, we're joking around. I think then it becomes like, what what are the goals? Uh, because at the end of the day, I'm still that giving person. So I'm like, what are your goals? Because I want to help you with your goals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what if we ride this train together? You know, what if we what if we're each other's accountability partners? You know, that's that's kind of what. But that's already like, you know, almost relationship and stuff like that. So that's you showing your Peter. <laughs> that's your Pete. <laughs> that's my Pete. Right, yeah. right. My checks and balances is P. So you get, the, yeah. So mm, you show them Pan, okay. and if they can handle Pan, then you show them P. Got right, yeah, yeah. Not the other way around. No, you show them. Mm, which you, usually it's the other yeah, way around. If you can take me at my Peter, you you can. Then I'll show so you, you my have, P. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying like a sexual <laughs> innuendo, <laughs> and so the whole time I was like, <laughs> bro, I was like, yeah, you showing them your Peter, you feel me? You gotta let them know that that Peter is the best. I was like, oh God, no. Robert, this is no. this conversation is taking a turn. <laughs> that is where this conversation. No, but uh, no, I, yeah, I so feel you. you. I feel you. you. Show I feel them you. your kid first, and like yeah. you, they're like, and then okay. they get to see my Robin, my yeah. Robin Williams. If yeah, if you're like, okay, I do like, I do like someone I can be a kid with. Yeah. Then you're like. Cool, I'm glad you like that. But hey, I do have like this adult side that I do want to be here and grow yeah. with you. Yeah. But also, your primary person right now is your Peter Pan. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's who you want. Like that's, yeah. So they have to like you there first before you will show them. Preach. Yeah, I got this. Like, yes, you know, bro. I yes. still got this cell phone, and I'm still at my son's game. Yes. But at nighttime, when I put him to bed, <laughs> we gonna clown. Right. Wow. See. Wow. I mean, what a what an exploration of <laughs> what an exploration of of childish self. Yeah, that we've gone through. I feel in this podcast. I love like I like, oh my god, so I do this. This is so inspiring. It's like this showing is... your clown face. You know what I'm saying? Like finding your clown. Yes, it's finding your inner child. Is it's just going back in your childhood and seeing like what you liked and yeah. why you liked it, and now who you are now and why you still like the shit that you like. Yeah. Yeah, to to quote uh, the mask with Jim Carrey when uh when the dude from from Dry Eyes I forgot his name clear Ben Stein Ben Stein Ben Stein, ben Stein. hey go. and he didn't even find it I found it in my own head yeah. okay cool so when Ben Stein goes we all wear masks metaphorically speaking yeah. Uh, and then Jim Carrey makes fun of that that quote but then he puts on the mask it really is those masks that we wear um and I've and I've noticed the masks mm-hmm. and i've noticed that the dude it's it's crazy the filters that we have and so it's like i have to be this way with this certain type of person different masks too yeah like you don't so, just have one mask oh you have my god so many different masks yeah. and it sometimes it could become overwhelming or exhausting yeah um because how are you gonna put on the 10 different masks in dude, one room like dude, it's, so it's just code checking yeah yeah, and you're and you're and you're code switching, code Sorry. switching, code checking. Well, you're also when you code switching, you gotta check your code. Yeah, you gotta check your code. Yeah, you, you feel gotta, me? You gotta. It gets hot when you. Just you gotta like... check yourself at the door. All right, uh, this is this is me. This is my me mask. I'll put that in the closet, and I got these thirty masks on me. Um, but I but but through that through the mask analogy or realization, the mask that you're wearing makes that person look completely different too. Because you're listening to them from a filter of, I need to be professional. And so you're looking at this person, and that person could be down to clown. But you're only interested 
in that professional aspect of it and their child probably wants to come out but you're not in that child you're not wearing that child mask yep. and so you might miss that opportunity because you're not you're not looking at it from a blank slate you're not looking at it from also, a blank canvas if you're not you're not showing your yourself or you know your your child um they're not either <laughs> right so not only do you have your you're not filtering it through your own mask you have to add on the field like you have to subtract the mask that they're wearing too yeah to figure out what's really happening you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's just we've been hard a lot of us been hard and like we have the opportunity like we work in the entertainment business you know what i'm saying right so like we have more of a chance to show our clown a lot more you know what i'm saying and like we've accepted yeah. that and like you know we we play with it all the time right like a lot of other people like they they are so used to wearing this mask that like it's hard to take it off. Yeah, because even in doing what we're doing, um, it's hard to take it off. Sometimes. Some of them don't know that they're wearing it. Yeah, and it's like and it's you know it's it's easier to know or to see what someone's going through than what you're going through because mm -hmm. it's like they'll they'll tell you what's going on and you're just like oh yeah all you gotta do is do this and this. But then you tell them and they're like, oh, no, that's not feasible. And it's like, no, it is feasible. You just don't see it yet. Yeah. And it's like those blessings are there. And um, this thing, it, it keeps coming up in my life right now. Excuse me. That it's a, it's a weird analogy that I've that I've that I made up years ago, but it works. And it's like I've noticed that there's people who there's blessings that are for you already, like predetermined. Yeah. From the like yours. What's yours is yours. What's yours is yours. Yeah. Lo que está para ti nadie te lo quita is a is a is a is a saying that uh, Willie Chirino has a song about. Willie Chirino is a Cuban uh, singer, but basically the the analogy that I use is that you have a VCR, and you're using tapes. Those are your blessings, right? Mm -hmm. Those are your tapes. God gives you a DVD, and you look at that DVD and you're like, well, what's this? Because you ain't ready for it. Mm -hmm. You're not ready for that DVD. So if, if a blessing comes and you're not ready for it, then you won't know what to do with it. You got to move from a VCR to a DVD player. So that way, when God gives you that DVD, you know to plug it in. You know to press play. You got menus. You have, you have director's cuts. You have all this extra stuff that comes yep. with the DVD. But if you're still on a VCR, baby, you ain't going to get that DVD. Yeah. If you're not looking for if – you, if you're not working toward the next thing, you know what I'm saying? Right. If, you're, if you get comfortable – like in this analogy, if you get comfortable with your VCR. Right. And you hear DVDs are out there, but you're like, I got D, I got a VCR. And Netflix still coming like ever, in the mail right. every day. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're not ready for these DVDs when they get sent to you. Right. And the DVDs are so much better. Yeah. You just don't know that. You and then if you stick that. to DVDs, you're going to fucking miss Netflix. Right. Well, or then the, Netflix is the next thing. Or, yeah, or then, yeah. then it was Blu-ray. Then it yeah. was Netflix. Then it was... And then there's things that we don't even know about that are coming down the pipe. But it's like, he'll only give you that DVD when you're mentally working at a speed of a DVD player. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, through these... I, so I bring it back to the masks. And it's like if you're wearing that mask and you're not being and you're being disingenuous, mm -hmm. disingenuous, I think is a word. If you're not being your truest self, then who are you and what's this journey that you're going on? That's that's an alternative from who you really are. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Sometimes we get comfortable being somebody else that we're not. And also, who is this? Whatever you're doing, if you're not being your genuine self, um, what is who is this journey for? Because if it's not for the your actual person, right. your your genuine self, you're chasing something that's not you don't even want. Right. So you're not coming at it from a pure, 
you know you're oh, not going for it as hard because right. you don't want this you're only going for it because you think you should want this you know what i'm saying yeah society yeah the world has told me yeah. that i should do this well you had on your mask so you couldn't see what you wanted yeah so you ended up going yes. another way yeah yes <laughs> yes yes i'm like celebrating and looking around at the same time that's why that's why robert laughed it's so but good i'm just like it. yes that, that's yeah. so good that's so perfect yeah because of that mask because of that filter uh, i can't I, I may I may not be able to see what I yeah. really want, and sometimes you you feel it you, you it's burning in your chest, but my filter is so much stronger than what's burning like, in my chest because it's been there for so long. It could long. be like blinders, you know what I'm saying? You don't see this path yes. on the right because the Oof. eyes of this mask only goes like you know they only go straight. Yeah. Um, yeah. But on that note, you guys, you guys take that in. Listen to these uh, quick commercials, hey. and we'll be right back. You ever just tired from a long day of crushing? And you gotta eat, right? Well, guess what? There's mail in a box. Five great ingredients straight to your front door. After work, you've been crushing on that guy in your cubicle next to you. Crushing on that gal at the gym? Don't worry. You're gonna feed that appetite. Five delicious ingredients. Mail in a box. That's right. You can crush on a full stomach now. <laughs> Offer code crushing it. All right, you guys. Uh, we're coming back from commercials. Really fun today because producer Brandon wants to have an attitude with me. So you know the clap. It's very important. It's very important. Thanks. Not the disease, but the clap of hey, sound. Both of them are very important. It's very important. You don't want to get one, and then you want to get the other one right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, we are still, but we are back with Jorge, and we had just had. Um, are you guys still reeling for that amazing conversation that we had about being your true self? Oh. And find and like being your actual child right. and seeing somebody else's child and starting to crush on that. Yeah. Um, we were just talking on the break, Jorge, about uh, you were saying about. Oh, so before we went on the break, it was about like the masks and how the mask that we have really sometimes filters and takes over how we see yeah. people. And so my brain clicked but then we went on the break and i was like oh no but now i can say it it all it all came full circle because it's like when we're kids we have that limitless view on life and then we get heartbroken mm -hmm. and then we go through stuff trials and tribulations that then a mask gets created yep and so we're living through these masks and we've made up these stories that aren't real that it's like oh all women are this all men are this or all people who treat me like this are this and all of that is just made up it's mm -hmm. a made up mask and so some people die with that mask on and never really see mm -hmm. the true potential of of another human being in their life yeah at the end of the day we're all humans um, what a journey. But let's talk about Jorge. What's the best date you've ever been on? The best date I've ever been on. So I would have to say, um, oh God, I'm a simple man. I'm a simple <laughs> man. I'm not, I'm not that intricate. And so for me, I, it has to be split in between two. Cause there's, there's like the, the beach date that I went on where it was like a blanket cooler food beers early it was early it was like i think we got there before the sun went up wow yeah so we watched the sunrise on so this was in miami on south beach and like i remember getting like strawberries and like we had i think i don't think it was beer i think it was like champagne as well 
And it was just, oh no, mimosas, mimosas, because okay. it was early. It was real early. So it was mimosas, strawberries, and then like, you know, just dip and food and like sandwiches and stuff. But like, it was just this moment of like, wow, we're here together. We're sharing this moment. No one's at this beach right now but us, which is very rare because people are always at the beach in, in Miami. Um, And then it was so funny because in the middle of it, it started to rain. Mm-hmm. And we literally just like picked up the stuff. We ran under like some covers, like some shelter. And then we waited until it went away. And then we went back out there. And it was just like the rain didn't stop us at all from mm-hmm. enjoying that day we, we started laughing when it started raining and we went over and then we were just laughing under the shed and we were like telling each other jokes and stuff and just like just roasting the rain like just like just making fun of it and that uh, goes along with the whole uh, you uh sorry to interrupt but the no, whole you interrupt uh, me, please i talk too much no <laughs> uh <laughs> you going with the flow yeah and being open to everything and like that's yeah. what you like you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's it's had a constant in your life i feel yeah. like yeah and she did that too and you that's know, what she, yeah she was about it and that's what made it uh a good ass date yeah that's it a good first that's date. what it was the other one would just be like six flags like i've been on a date at six flags where like we just god it was so much fun it's my favorite thing in the whole like, world we literally played heads up waiting in every single line every single line we played heads up and she didn't want to quit playing and neither did i i could play heads up forever bro <laughs> and like people are like okay cool man we've played for three hours like let it go we've done every single game on there and i'm like okay cool you gotta stop me because if not i'll keep going and she and dude this was like this date started at 10 in the morning and ended at two o'clock in the morning okay so like 10 a.m to yeah. 10, all because it was it was it was hollow scream the, okay. the, the horror thing okay yeah so we, was it was it in Miami or was it out here? This was out here. This was oh, out Fright here. Fest. This was out here. Fright Fest. There it is. There it is. Fright Fest. Fright Fest. So we got there at 10 in the morning, rode all the rides, then did all the haunted houses, then left at 2 in the morning. Uh, what's the worst date you've ever been so on? So the worst date I've ever been on, uh, worst date, it was the day that I, so I had a girlfriend in high school, sophomore year, Estefania, and she's Cuban-Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. I'm Cuban-Puerto Rican. I was a sophomore. She was a freshman. We were seeing each other for a while, and then I met her parents. So the day that I met her parents, they wanted to go have dinner, all of us. So we went to Flanagan's. There it is again, Flanagan's. Bro. If you're in Miami, go check it out. If you're in Miami, you need, and bro, and eat the rib rolls. Rib rolls. It's like, oh my God. It's like, it's like a, it's like, uh, I'm not going to get into it. So. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened, but my stomach is bumping, bro. I got nasty bubble guts. Like, I don't know if it was food poisoning, what was going on. So I meet, I meet the family, bro. I, so I've, I'm meeting her family for the first time. So I don't tell her that my stomach is bumping. I obviously, I'm not going to tell anybody. So I'm just there, bro. And they're like, oh, so what do you want to eat? And I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. And, and, um, Estefania, she knows that I like shrimp. So she's like, "Oh, you should get the shrimp plate, and just get it with all the seasoning and stuff." And I'm and bro, at this point, I'm very young. I'm not. I'm not a person who speaks their mind or their voice. I'm just like, go with the flow. Especially tonight, I'm meeting her parents, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, that's cool. I'll be right back." And I go to the bathroom, bro, and I come back, and then I go to the bathroom again, <laughs> and I come back, and then the shrimp, then the plate of shrimp is there. And here's the thing about it's probably not just Latino culture, but excuse me. In Latino culture, if you're ever eating with Latino parents, you have to eat the entire plate. Yeah. You have to. You ha- If you leave a fry on that plate, they'll be like, did you not like the food? What happened? 
And then you become this dude that no one likes. And I remember all my friends were like, all their moms were like, oh my God, I love I love him because he always eats my food. And so that's like big in the Latino community. And so I was like, okay, cool. Flanagan shrimp, it's going down, bro. I got it like halfway. And, I, and they serve you like 32 of them. I got halfway through that and I went to the bathroom twice and they were just like, are you okay? And I was just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just drinking a lot of water. <laughs> and I just kept telling them that I was peeing. Um, and dude, it was like my stomach was like punching me on the side and I'm just trying to like hold a conversation with her dad. And her dad is like this dude that like says two words at a time, but is like super pissed. How old were you? you? I was 16. Oh, I was sick. I was a sophomore in high school, so I was either 16. Yeah, 16, 16, 16 or 15, probably 16. And they drove us there, so they drove us back. And, bro, on the drive back, I almost sharded myself. Like, I almost just shit in their car. I felt so bad. And I didn't say anything still. And she was like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then I finally told her, like, at the end of the night, she was like, you could have said something from the beginning. And I was like... I could have said something from the beginning, but I didn't because I didn't want to be rude. And I ate all, bro. I mean, the fuck, the fucking plate had shrimp, fries, cold slaw. I mean, I think there was a baked potato in there too. I'm like, God, why is there so much on this plate? I ate it all. I ate it all. It was, and it went in and out. You know, uh, you know, it's kind of nasty. That I'm saying that, but that was my worst date because it was like the stakes were so high. I gotta make a good impression. And you're These 16. Are the parents. And I'm 16. And I don't know how to communicate that I'm shitting myself because it's a date. And I really like this girl. And that's the thing. I still believe this to this day. If the parents love you, then she'll love you. Because, dude, if the parents don't like you, the parents are going to be like, you know what? He's really nice, but you could do so much better, honey. Also, if you're 16, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. The stakes are, the stakes are can you take me higher? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she would have fell in love with you even more if the parents didn't like you. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Because of that rebellious yeah. stage. My man's rebellious. He shits. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so that, that girl that girl was the first girl I ever fell in love with. And I, I felt the love. And I told her mom, I was like, I want to let you know that I'm in love with your daughter. And the first thing she says is, don't tell her. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and she's like. Yeah, don't don't tell her because it's just going to ruin your relationship because you guys are still very young and it's very early in the relationship. So just just hold on to that and you'll know when to say it. And I was like, OK, dope, you know, because I respected her and I and I really loved her. She was great. Um, And so, dude, one day I'm at I'm at school. No, I'm at home. Sorry, we're running over on time. You're good. We're at home. I'm at home, and I get a phone call, and it's literally this. Mind you, I get a phone call at my house phone. I had a cordless. Yeah. I had that wireless VTech blue phone. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah, baby. You can see the cables in it. It was yeah. super cool. I pick up the phone, and it's. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I went back there. I'm so sorry, dude. That VTech, that VTech, and then it would beep 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 when the fucking battery was low. You knew you had to. Oh god, I gotta get the fucking cordless now. I mean, I gotta get the corded phone. But I pick up the phone, and she's like. She's like, hey, babe. And I'm like, hey, what's up, babe? And she goes, I just want to tell you something. And then I'm going to hang up the phone. And I'm like, what? And she goes, I just want to tell you that I love you. Okay, bye. And she hangs up the phone. And then I was like, I was like, oh, my God. It was like the feeling of kissing Caridad for the first time again. I was like, oh, my God. I felt this. Yeah. And her mom told me not to say it. And then she ended up saying it like maybe a month later. 
I don't remember the time frame. It's too long ago to remember the time frame. But she said it first. Bro, I called her back so quick and I was like, I fucking love you too. And I didn't tell you because your mom told me not to tell you. What did she say? Dude, she was like, she didn't, she, she was like silent for like i want to say the longest 30 seconds of my life and it was because she didn't know how to react because she just said it to say it because she felt it um and so i was like no like i love you too and then that next day in school we just like hugged each other forever and we just kept looking into each other's eyes into each other's eyes and then saying that we love each other and it was so beautiful and then she ended up being like the worst heartbreak ever wait what i know dude i'm really i'm really no, you I are know. good i'm this really setting like... us up on time but okay so i'm gonna make a long story i'm gonna sorry i keep looking at the clock so <laughs> no, now i minimized fine. it i just don't want to go over i want to I respect your time no, you're fine you're um, fine <clears throat> so you're fine. here's the thing so <laughs> we end up dude she ends up breaking up with me like 10 times and yeah. we end up getting back every time so then we end up in the same science class uh my senior year her junior year high school high school we end up in the same science class and here's the thing back then i had this thing where like if you talked about my mom it was like my blood would boil and i would want to fight you like that's the one thing you don't do you don't talk about my mama okay. like don't disrespect me like that and so she, i felt like she was on a mission to just make me mad and she was not succeeding and so she hits the thing that hits me hardest the most. Which, dude, we were kids. Like, you know, whatever. She was just messing with me and she wanted to She wanted to get me hot. She wanted to get me mad. And so she says something about my mom that's I will not repeat, but it was very bad. It was very just like, wow, I can't believe you said this. And so in that moment, I created a story. I created a mask. See, it all comes back full circle. Yeah. Well, also, her mom gave you a piece of your mask. Right. Right, by holding that in. Yeah. By holding in the love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I didn't even think about it like yeah. that. Yeah. I didn't even think about that till right now. Ooh, Robert, yeah. this is so crazy. Uh, I'm, this is my job. Yeah, I yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're, that's why you're a great improviser. Because <laughs> you listen, bro. And I'm talking a lot. My bad. You are fine. This is your podcast. Uh, I'm just here to facilitate. Go on. I appreciate you. You're doing great. Both of y'all. <laughs> both of you are doing great. And so in that moment, I created this story. Anyone who loves me is going to hurt me at the end of the day. And dude, that was that was sixteen years old, right? Fifteen mm -hmm. or sixteen? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 17, sixteen, seventeen. I didn't grow out of that or realize that mask existed until I was like twenty four, twenty five. So almost ten years yeah. of of really dealing with women and dating women, where I was like, you know what, I can't love her because she's gonna hurt me, and so I was always like. I was always like, yeah, we're together and I'm really interested in her and I care about her a lot, but I can't love her because if I love her, she's going to hurt me the way that this woman did. And so I lived this story for so long. And to make a long story short, I did this I did this self-development course called the Landmark Forum in uh, 2011. And that was one of the things that came up for me was my conversation with love. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy because I didn't know that this mask existed yeah that i created myself because the one woman that called me and said i love you and then hung up and then i got to call her back on my vtech phone that was blue and it was clear and i was like oh my god i love you too and it was so amazing that feeling that fire that passion as a latino man the passion it was so great yeah and then for her to bring me down 
and do the one thing that I hated. I was like, bro, I can't love nobody. Also, just so if you're listening, because I know you're thinking this, the mom told you not to tell her that you love her because it'll ruin it. And then so I think you, you like it's also you can internalize that as she was right. So I can't tell anybody that I love them because uh, they will hurt. She me. planted the seed. Yeah. Yeah. So she was just it was kind of the gay, that gay move. Like the mom did the initial move. Yes. It's like and then the girl like not like on purpose or whatever. Like, for but sure. For yes, sure. And did it like, you know, to yeah. like the second beat, third beat. It was an and alley-oop now, to a slam yeah. dunk. And now that's just like mm. when you're in a relationship, that's your that's your gay move. That's your wow. go to kind of like when you're breaking yourself out of it now because yeah. you you acknowledge it. You took off the mask for sure. You I, stepped I got out of that scene. I got rid of the mask. Yeah. Yes, I swept that scene. Yeah, I took off that mask a long time ago. Yeah. And now and it excuse me, it still shows up in my mind. Yeah. My little voice in my head says, "Oh, be careful." And then I'm like, "Thank you for sharing. Shut the fuck up." I'm going to continue living my life because it's not real, Mm -hmm. but the mask makes it feel real. And it's so crazy that you just said that because I never realized that, that when the mom said that she spoke it into existence and instead of me going, well, thank you for sharing. Or she planted the seed in you. Right, right, right. right, right. Instead of me saying, thank you for sharing, I'm going to continue living my life. I was like, oh, damn, that's real Mm -hmm. because I was young and I didn't know any better. And she was an adult. And I was like, okay, she's got to be right. She's an adult. And I think that's the thing. We're like, oh, they're adults. They're right. They yeah. got to know what's going on. But then uh, no one has any idea. I'm an age and I have no idea. Right. Yeah. Wow. Thank you no for problem. saying Th- that. Like, thank you for thank opening you for, up. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for noticing that. Because I never, never thought about that from the mom's angle of, yeah. oh, dude, that is true, bro. And how many masks am I wearing beyond that? You know? Yeah. Oof! Wow, guys, this podcast got deep. <laughs> this pod, but you know, and it all goes back to childhood. That and child. Let's take this back to, Jorge. If I gave you all the money in the world, Dope. for one day, one date, what one is your date. dream date? All the money in the world. And also, let me set this up to where if you want to fly somewhere, the date starts after you get off the plane. The date starts after you get. Yeah, off the so plane. like I'm not using that that as your time, like for the got day. It. But also, you can use that money for before, like. Say you want to charter a jet or you want to yeah. go first class. like You can all yeah. use that money on the plane. You know, as you said it, my my brain goes. So um, the, there's, the, there's the five love languages. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I think my love language is like gifts. And it's like making, making the person feel unique and that they feel heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the ways I do that is by like knowing like just what your favorite movie is, what your favorite candy is, what your favorite chocolate is. And because for me, sometimes, you know, if you bring me a bag of Reese's Pieces, that for me is so much bigger than like, than like a five-star dinner. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, yo, I really love I Reese's fucking Pieces. love Reese's Pieces. Yeah. And, and so it's like, and you listened. And so when you ask me that question, my brain goes, it goes into flying for sure. Shit load of Reese's Pieces. <laughs> my brain, well, my brain goes into what are my dates, five favorite foods or four or three, whatever the number is of favorite foods yeah. and whatever my time limit is on this date, I want to fly to where that food originated from and have them eat that food. Quick question. Would you survive a zombie apocalypse? Would I survive? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what what is your plan? I mean <laughs> Um 
So, <laughs> growing up with two brothers that are cops, I've shot a lot of guns. Okay. Um, I have one. I have a gun, but it's in storage. It doesn't even have. I don't even have bullets for it. Like it was like a gift, and I don't really mess with it. But I mean, I know how to shoot a shotgun, and I know how to. I know how to blow off some heads. Okay. If it was zombies, obviously. Um, but also, I feel like I could be really quiet. <laughs> If I need to be. So you'd also survive the quiet place. I'd also survive the quiet place for sure. Like if there's zombies walking around, like I wouldn't freak out. Like I'd be able to just stay calm, cool and collected and know they're not going to be able to hear me. And I'm also really loud. So I feel like I'd be good at getting a lot of people together and like getting them in one spot and like being like the hero. But also I just thought of this, that if I do get a lot of people in one spot, the zombies could eat them before they eat me, which is very selfish and fucked up. Yeah. But so what I gather is you're going to create a cult uh, of, people, of followers. Boom. And then so, so if zombie, if, the zombies do come that is the true calling that yeah. is what's supposed to happen and you are supposed to sacrifice yourself for the leader boom meat right while yeah. they wear their nikes and their track suits <laughs> <laughs> and drink that kool-aid baby uh, well, what is your biggest pet peeve oh my biggest pet peeve my biggest uh i'd have to say my biggest pet peeve is when people chew with their mouth open <laughs> like that drives me insane insane so like even gum dude i mean anything i'm gonna i'm gonna make the sound and i'm gonna almost throw up on myself but this this that thing right there oh my god i'm cringing right now just hearing myself do it so you're not an asmr guy dude no yeah oh my god it's it's so bro it's so bad i've left break rooms i've left conversations it's just and i don't know why i can't do it yeah but i just Bro, it's like it 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 hurts my ears just hearing the slapping of the. Oh God! Uh, you guys should uh, see him right now. He is like he's like not just cringing; like his whole body is a full on cringe. Oh God! It's I don't know why. I don't know why. It ha- and then, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna get into details, but I've dude, I've just left places. I can't. I can't. I'm trying to think of a, a different pet peeve that's just not like no, a, that's a, perfect. a mouth thing. But okay, cool. Uh, what's uh, your favorite cereal? Oh, my favorite cereal. God, there's so many. Wow. So, uh, you know, I loved all the kid ones, man. Mm-hmm. But my favorite, my favorite is uh, Chex or Crispix. Really? Yeah, dude. It sounds weird because it's an old people cereal but i'll tell you why here's the thing and chris picks more than checks but i love milk yeah so i grew up as a when i was a kid i couldn't fall asleep unless i had cereal at night like i had to have cereal cereal and milk at yeah. night every night i could i couldn't fall asleep unless i had it chris picks they are hollow so it's like a it's like a stop sign it's an octagon shaped okay. cereal yeah it's an octagon shaped cereal but inside of it is empty and when you pour the milk it <laughs> holds the milk inside of it oh see that sounds like so, my worst nightmare oh god i hate milk oh my god see opposite over here dude it holds oh. it holds the milk so when you get it in that spoon and you bite into that fucker it's like a gusher but of milk what? like how great is that 
Yes. So remember how I was cringing with the mouth thing? Robert right now. You can't see him, but he's... Dude, his face, his hands are on his face. He has fists right now. <laughs> like there's nothing worse like of a milk gusher. <laughs> Bro, my dream. My it's a dream come true for me. <laughs> oh my god. I I'm, okay, we're just gonna move on. Okay, okay. cool. We'll edit we'll edit in post. We'll edit in post. No, we're keeping all of that. <laughs> I just Oh my oh, god. Oh, that's gonna drive me. I'm gonna have fucking nightmares tonight. Dude. Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna grab a box when I go <laughs> when I go home today. I haven't had it in so long. Alright, let's get it. Uh, let's get it. Okay, what is the <laughs> worst thing that you wanna share that you've done it as a child? The worst thing that I wanna share that I've done as a child. The worst thing. What's the worst thing that little Jorge did? Oh man. Okay. So this was middle school. This was middle school. And there was this girl. It was I forgot her name, but she was like this nerdy girl and we were we would all make fun of her. And I feel so bad. You said worse. And this is this is really bad. And this came to my mind. Um I didn't take part of it, but I knew about it and I witnessed it and so I feel like you're complicit. I'm part of it. Right, right. I'm 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 an accessory to it. Um, she, during lunch, somebody brought like X Lax, and they put it in her fucking chocolate milk, bro. And I watched it happen, and I was just like, I mean, it won't be that bad, you know, because I had never taken X Lax before, so I didn't know the repercussions of the fucking shit and how it works of the fucking shit. See what I did there? I didn't even do that on purpose. Uh, bro, she didn't make it to fourth period, dude, and I think. She missed like three. I mean, we could have killed that girl. How old were you, um, dude? Uh, this was this was this was middle school. This okay. was seventh. Don't worry. Seventh she got grade. her. Co- she 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 got you back. Did she you got me back. Did you see her before <laughs> you went on that date with the family? Oh oh, you know what, karma, baby. I didn't even think about that. Wow, karma did come back to bite me in the ass on that first date, Literally. bro. I shit my life away on that fucking Flanagan's date. Damn. I wish you don't forget that Flanagan's bathroom, though. Oh, my like, God. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't re- I don't forget that. See, and that's what you get. It was the Hialeah Flanagan's on 49th Street. Anybody who's listening to this from Miami, y'all know where it's at. Okay, Jorge. Oh I've been God. nice, and I've, I've not asked you any sexual questions this whole time. I've been okay. pretty PG. Okay. Which, um, But let's go. But Just now, pick one. Okay. Thighs, cheek, face, or mouth? I got to go with thighs. Thighs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which one excites you money candles text or slow just the word slow money candles text or slow oh my god slow all day like a hundred percent all right what scares you out of the same four because slow is a four-letter word <laughs> what scares me out of money uh, money slow text or candles money slow text or candles what scares you uh, what scares me um oh god what scares me is sending one of those like vulnerable texts or one of those texts that's real fucking nasty and then you see the bubbles on the text and they stop and then they stop and then you're like damn did I fuck up oh no and then you're just and then you're just staring at it waiting for the bubbles to come back 
and then sometimes they come back and sometimes they don't. And it's like, you feel me? It's you know, 20. You, you it's, know, you still get uh, the bubbles of someone's taking a picture, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, maybe they sent in a pic. Okay. Because, <laughs> it's, dude, it's 2018, and I'm just trying to be, you know, the best, the best man that I can be. Yeah. And I'm always writing stuff thinking, all right, they're down with the get down. They sent me this text, so yeah. I'm going to respond. But, bro, my heightening game when it comes to <laughs> sexual shit is sometimes You're too if good. This, then what is right yeah. right my if my if this is true then this has to be true goes to uh mars and goes to like out of this world and then it's like whoa we're not even on the third beat yet my bad we're not we haven't even done the first group game yeah. and i'm already heightening like a mom oh it's inside baseball <laughs> right April. right uh top uh top i have two questions here which one do you want top or bottom or both wait you have two questions yeah one's on the top one's on the bottom uh i'll do both let's do both all right which one do you want first oh give me uh give me bottom first okay have, have i i don't know if i've asked this question yet on the pod Ooh. <laughs> wow he just <laughs> Snarky robert just wants to make sure uh, <laughs> have you ever had a threesome yes i have nice i have do you like being naked there's another question um so do I like being naked yeah. if I'm like by myself in the house? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you remember when the Xbox Connect came out? Yeah, I didn't uh, have one. But yeah. So I played with the girl that I was dating at the time. We played with the Xbox Connect naked, <laughs> and it films you. It films you. It records you. And so we were like doing crazy poses, but naked as fuck, <laughs> just butt ass naked. It was very funny. And then we deleted all the videos. Obviously, I was gonna say like, what, is it yeah, one of those like that Xbox people can join in on games? No, 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 no. It wasn't like live. It wasn't like, yo, what's up? It's a group. No, no, no. And then I know everyone's gonna want me to go back to the three something because uh, they're gonna be like, what? You no, said that you and then didn't go back to. to it? You can just answer it like that. Leave it there. Like, keep people wondering. If oh you my want. god, should I just leave it there? Well, I, I will, I will say this. I will say this. Don't, don't knock it till you try it. You know, if you're open, if you're open to that, yeah. of course, which in that moment in time of my life, um, I was open to it and it was, and it was, you know what? It was, it was a journey. It was a great experience. It happened multiple times with, uh, with the same two ladies. And, um, it was something that I thought that would never happen to me. And mm-hmm. I was like, nah, bro, this is things that you watch on TV. Um, but uh, I mean, it, it was dope, man. I'm not gonna lie. You feel <laughs> me? That shit was crazy. <laughs> that shit was crazy. <laughs> that's like my that's like my my trick daddy. That's yeah. that's that's like drunk as far as I. I'm gonna tell you, shout it. That shit was crazy though. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane. It's insane. But it's, it's a lot going on. Dude, it's a lot going on. There's a lot of responsibility, and I'm a giver. I'm a giver, so that means I gotta make sure that two people are, are feeling it. You feel me? Your boy like your boy you guys, likes to please. Your boy. It, it, it's my love language, but also it's right. my biggest like. Right. right. We'll it's go, my downfall. If I gotta go five, six hours, you feel me? I mean, I'm down. I'm okay. down. I'm down. All right, that's a little bit too much. I'm trying to, we, tried, you, we really tried to keep it PG and then took a turn. No, it, this is where it's, this is where it should have been. This is where it this, needed to be at the oh, okay, end. Perfect. Uh, Jorge, Let's you get survived. I survived. So Dude, I just, what a, not to cut you off, what a journey. What a journey this has been. Yeah. I'm so happy that we did this. I'm excited. I, I, got, like, a, I got a lot out of it. It's, I don't know, you're so open and honest, and I just, I loved everything about this. This was great. It was perfect. So I have been writing down some answers. Okay. Um. Or, so hold on real quick. Jorge, do you want kids? Yes. How many? Six of them. I already had six. And I'm down to have four and adopt two. 
Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I Adoption almost had is... all those numbers down here. <laughs> <laughs> well, because whenever I say six, women are like, are you crazy? And I'm like, cool, I'll settle for four. Four births and then, you know, two more adoptions. Or even three births and three adoptions. But I want six because I'm one of six. Yeah, my, my uh, I'm one of six. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me. Uh, it's a lot of people. But it's also, I'm people. one of three because I'm, well, I'm like, we're split in half. From the marriages. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm the only one from this marriage. Okay. There's six of us in total from different marriages. Yeah. But they're my brothers and they're same. my yes. sisters. I'm not like, oh, we got different moms, so you're not. No, no, no. It's yeah. all the same. Br- yeah. produce, uh, Jorge, what is a dream car? My dream car. Dream car. You know, being a car salesman for Mercedes, I learned a lot about cars. Um, Honestly... I would, um, for the earth, for the earth's sake. This is you, all the money in the world. What's your dream car? Okay. You're, See how you just, you just. <laughs> you're, you're giving, you're being a giver. <laughs> See, I'm being a giver. You're being, being a, a giver, giver to the earth. I'm giving to mother, to mother nature. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I've gotten up close and personal with like a Bugatti once. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, like this is, this is a, this is a real machine. Yeah, so I'm mess with a Bugatti. Okay, and what is your other car that you wanted that's gonna save the Earth? Well, so Tesla makes this uh, this car, which is called the Model X, which is like an SUV, but it's got the it's got the Gullwing doors, which is like the Back oh, yeah. to the Future car in the back, mm-hmm. and that's pretty dope. And that's I mean that's that's really dope. Producer Brady, give me something, please. Just one. Yeah. I'm putting you back on the bus. <laughs> which bus? Just Metro. Oh. Just, uh, public public transportation. Oh okay. yeah, okay. I mean I love and I love the bus. Okay, I really do because it it really helps me just escape, and it's someone else driving my car because <laughs> it's my bus. <laughs> uh, okay, Jorge. So tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have your results. Oh, here we go. So I played Mash with all your answers that I got from earlier, Jorge, and everybody knows Mash is Mansion Apartment Shacker House. It's the game that you like. People played in elementary school. Got it. Um, so for possible, uh, the person that you're gonna end up with for the rest of your life, I have Angulo or Angulo. Uh? I have uh, Bridget. Uh huh. I have Cardi B. Which is Cardi that? <laughs> there you go. And Bad Mom. So the one that not she her mom wasn't bad, but the one that the mom. Oh yeah, Stefania. Yes, bad mom. <laughs> I have for a possible amount of for the number of kids you are gonna have is gonna be zero six two or four. Dope. And then for possible modes of transportation, I have a Bugatti, mm-hmm. a, a shitty car because you almost shit in that car. Ah, <laughs> it all comes back. Uh, a Tesla Model X and a bus. Dope. Everybody does uh, matches match department Shacker House. And who do you think you ended up with, Jorge? I th- I want to say ooh, I want to say I ended up with Angulo. Okay, how many kids do you guys have? Um, you know, she she was she was a tough woman. She really stood her ground. So maybe she'll make me change my mind and we'll have four <laughs> instead of six. <laughs> she'll be like, I'm putting my foot down. We're only having four. We're not adopting any, and that's it. And I'll be like, You got it, babe. You got. It. <laughs> I'm very submissive. Uh, out of Bugatti, shitty car, Tesla. Or bus, where do you think you are? Bro, with my luck, it's going to be that shitty car. <laughs> and Mansion Department Shacker House. Uh, you know what? With my carefree attitude, it'll be a shack. Okay. That's probably what uh, I'll end up you've with. You've got one out of four correct. God, Jesus Christ, I'm horrible. <laughs> uh, no, you just didn't know. You and Bridget. Ooh. Oh. 
have Richard Rodriguez. six cars, have six kids. Oh yeah, yeah. That you take to your house. Awesome. In a shitty car. Oh, there it is. <laughs> shitty car was the winner. Or <laughs> <laughs> you've done everything. You've survived this. Oh We've my god. Been on a big ass journey that was fucking beautiful. It was great. <laughs> and. Do you have anything that you want to promote while you're here? Um, I mean, just uh, my Instagram, Barrios305, B-E-R-R-I-O-S, 305. The number's 305. Yeah, just follow me on IG. Uh, I'm on a team called Spanglish that performs improv. And um, um, so I can't say what yet, but there's, uh, there's 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 a big opportunity coming my way shortly. And uh, you guys can see me. Soon. Uh, soon in a in a in a theater that's bigger than Second City and UCB, but it's it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a, a theater that has more than, has more, more than, than the sixty seats, chairs, right? More than sixty six, more than a hundred seats, and it's it's something that I've been working on for a while. I'm excited, and, uh, and I'm very I'm excited that you're excited yeah. because uh, Robert's been the homie for a minute now, and it's not about know, me. Uh, it is right now. I'm gonna make it about you because uh, I'm very giving, but God. it's just it's just so great. To, ha- to do this with you and to see your tenacity and to see you up on stage and just on so many that. teams. And, dude, I will say this to all the listeners. If there's a show, Robert will be there. <laughs> if he's not doing this podcast, he'll be at that show. And, like, you support the community so much. And you're always at the shows, bro. And I just appreciate you and acknowledge you for that because without you, you feel me, there's one less person out there. And sometimes in a small crowd, dude, you make the difference because we hear your laugh and we know your laugh. (laughs) And so it's like for me personally, if I know you're out there, I'm like my goal is to make Robert laugh at least once during this set. (laughs) Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Do you have a song that you want to promote? Or do you want to send to your crush? Who is? A song. Um, So there is a song. There is a song by Keenan the First, uh, which is lovely person. He's he's my roommate and he's dope, and I mean the music that he makes is just beautiful. Um, and you can follow him on Keenan the First, but he has a song that uh, he had. I mean, there's two, but there's really just this one, and it's called um, it's called I Believe You. Yeah, it's called I Believe You, um, and it's just it was part of a short film. Uh, and they asked him to do the song for it, uh-huh. uh, and it's and it's got like just this Miami style feel to it, uh, and it's just it's just it's popping, yeah, and I enjoy it. Um, and he's I mean he's gonna blow up soon, so oh no yeah, this man it's, it, like his number is already out there, like dude, it's, it's about I that mean, yeah. The the tenacity in this man yeah is is incredible, and I'm and I'm honored and lucky enough to be his roommate, yeah. and so that way, you know, we see each other grinding, and it's like we just push each other so much, and his music really speaks so many different volumes because yeah. he raps and he sings. Um, so yeah, I believe you by Keenan the First. All right, we're sending that out to Jorge's crush. Hey. You guys do us a favor, follow us at Crushing Your Podcast. Hey, share with a friend, tell a friend, listen to another episode again. You guys, just do it again. Listen to this episode again. Uh, we also have a website, tellusyourcrush.com. If you guys have, if you guys want to like send your uh, list, like your crushes to me so that I could read out later on a future episode, just send yeah. it to crushingitpodcast at gmail.com. Other than that, thank you, producer Brandon. I always forget to thank Paul and Nick, uh, Paul Robolino and Nick Haddad, who do the artwork and the music for this podcast. Oh, thank you guys. And, and thank, you, thank Brandon. you, producer Brendan. 
Thank yeah. you, Jorge. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, guys. Oh, my God. Let's get it. Let's get it. Stay right. inspired, everybody. Yeah. Let's get it. Take off your mask. Oh, take off those masks and live. Yes. <laughs> get it. I got a crush on you.